0: So then I went to his place, hopped over the back fence, snuck past the dog, and managed to squeeze through the kitchen window. Luckily for me, there was pictures on his countertop. But here's the thing. To say that Fratelli was grateful would be an understatement. He was ecstatic. So ecstatic that not only did he pay me, but he blew me on my desk. Oh, welcome to Bogart and everyone. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let me get this straight. You let another man suck your dick? Yeah. So, are you gay? It was just a blowjob. I woke up that morning, did a job, got my dick sucked, then I went home. So you're not gay? How many times have you gotten your dick sucked and it meant nothing to you? A few, but they were all women. You're telling me if someone offered to put your penis in their mouth, you would say no? Are they a woman? Does it matter? You could be missing out on the greatest blowjob of your life, and you're stuck on the gender of the person? What, you don't like it when men cook for you either? Well, actually, traditionally speaking, men have always been professional chefs. Women have always just been home cooks. Not that it's that way any longer, and it's a good thing too. Uh, Yay, women. Your misogyny aside... You wouldn't let a man suck your dick, even if it was the best blowjob of your life? No, I'm sorry, I wouldn't. I don't like men. How much? Excuse me? You heard me. How much? Everyone has a price. Sex? No. A blowjob. How much would it take for you to get on your knees and suck a dick? You don't even have to make the guy come. You just have to put his dick in your mouth and... I couldn't do it. No amount of money would make me suck a dick. That's bullshit, man. You're telling me that if Leonardo DiCaprio walked through that door with 10 million in cash, you wouldn't do it? Because I would. For 10 million dollars? Of course I would suck a dick. Well, what about 5 million? Yeah, of course. That's 5 million dollars. I'd have to be dumb not to. Okay. Half a million. Yeah. I'd probably do it for 500000 $100,000. Mm. I don't know. That's a lot of money. And I could do a lot with that, but I don't know. A lot of money? That's you buying a new Ferrari. That's you moving out of your shitty apartment. That is you buying that life-size model of the Millennium Falcon. You can take that vacation to Europe with Juliet you've always been wanting to do. You can get that degree you've been thinking about getting for that promotion at work. Or you can buy the ring that Juliet truly deserves. Well, if you put it that way, yeah, I guess I would have to. So you are gay for pay? No, I'm not attracted to men. But I am attracted to money. Everyone has a price. What's yours? to be right, but yeah, right. this is the one time so, I know that you don't want to be right. So Donald Trump was elected. Minorities are questioning their place in the world. People are coming out as, you know, racist. There is anti-Jewish propaganda appearing all over college campuses. The country is a mess right now. Yeah. And the future is very uncertain and very dark, but Young Justice was renewed for season three. <laughs> I mean, in a in a... Shitstorm that is the united states i guess we got one thing. <laughs> we got one thing, we got man. one thing but does it really balance it out <laughs> listen honestly if bernie sanders won i think young justice season three would be the, the top <laughs> of his. like it, you know how trump released his first 100 days sure like for bernie be like young justice is getting a season three and somehow some way he's going to bring back freaks and geeks no He's not doing that I'm He's saying. gonna bring back Fixing No one's bringing back He is Bernie that. Sanders is the last And only hope for America And television <laughs> Alright Oh, Is that right Pushing daisies He'll bring back Bernie nah, Sanders dude, pushing, pushing daisies is done No Like, like I, I love it And you love it But it's not happening It hurt man It's not happening It hurt I never I, You don't know what pain is <laughs> No you don't know what yes, pain Yes I do I watch freaking you watch alphas, alphas okay? Yeah I'm sorry. i know what pain is You don't know what pain is Okay don't talk to me like I don't... Yo. Fuck do you know about my pain? <laughs> yeah, word. <laughs> Alphas. I want Alphas... Was it? Season 2 to come out? God I thought damn I got it got two seasons. I don't remember. Maybe... Yeah, maybe it was two I, seasons. I do know it ended on the craziest fucking oh Big Oh my God. I must know. You're you never know? going right, to know. I hate the Big Bang Theory, but mm-hmm. there is one episode that I really do... Not even an episode. One scene from a certain episode that I really love where Sheldon Cooper finds out that there is no third season to alphas, and he goes ballistic, and I felt it. I felt that pain, man. I know what it's like. So on the gr- you're, you're saying the grand scheme of things, we, we may have... If we been, make it out of these four years, we have Young at Justice. At least we got Young Justice out of it. All right, okay. If we live, <laughs> we got a good thing going right here, all okay, right? all right. I'm very excited. For right. for young justice, it it, it it reminds me that there is hope in this world, <laughs> and that maybe someday all these people who voted for Trump, you know, and these people who voted for Clinton, maybe that they could all just come together for one and united series under Young Justice <laughs> season three. Yeah. Okay. You know, everyone everyone's mourning Kid Flash right now. I think that's I think that's why Trump got elected. Like, most of the country is mourning the death of Kid Flash in the finale. Oh, shit. Spoilers for Young Justice. <laughs> if you haven't seen Young Justice up until this point, you're, you're dumb. I'm pretty sure if you're excited for Young Justice Season 3, you know yeah. what happens in the last couple of episodes. So let me ask you something, man. Okay. We've been watching a couple of TV shows recently. Yeah. So, I need to get your first impressions okay. on a couple of things. Alright, so let's talk about first impressions. Alright, so the first thing we watched this weekend was uh, the, the pilot episode of Insecure. Yes, yes. What did you think of it? I liked it. I liked it a lot. Um, I also, uh, I would like to preface it by saying that I listened to an NPR uh, interview with uh, Issa Rae Rae before I watched the first episode. Okay. So a lot of the things they talked about in the interview, I had already known was going to happen in in the show. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it didn't make it any less funny and it didn't make it any less poignant. It didn't take away from it is what I'm saying like it, it's a really good show. I like I like the direction that they're going. This is this is this is Atlanta for black women. Black women yeah or I, I would even say women in general. Because I, it, it doesn't just deal with black women. There are all other women yes, in the show. But for starters, I love the show. Yeah, it's I, I think I think it's really great. I think it's funny, and like I've never seen two black women interact and be friends before on television. It's funny uh, that you. I've seen that. Uh, I, like the old the old black sitcoms, like Martin and. Yeah, but like in a way that isn't geared for black people. Like Insecure is a show that. Anybody can watch Yes I will say It's not It's, it's not, not It doesn't have like A target black audience yes. But it might appeal To black audiences it's, more it's, it's written It's written as a show Starring black people But it's not written As a black show Right that's, yeah, that's yeah, what, yeah. That's, yes, that's, yes Exactly That's also why Atlanta is refreshing because it's like this is a, yes. this is a show that anybody can enjoy that just stars a majority black cast. Now you might have a deeper understanding if you are yeah. more closely you you understand where yeah. they're coming from. Yes, yeah, you know, and, and the show sometimes does let you know that like, hey, just because there's black people in this, this is an experience, this is someone's experience, that doesn't mean that you can't enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And keep in mind, you you are a Jewish man who enjoys the show. You are the. The exact opposite. I would argue to you that uh, Jews and blacks are the same Oh, they're the same, but, but, you know, so you're, you're, still a, you're still a dude. You're still a man. Yes, I am. And you're still a, not a, black, I'm but you still a, like the yes, show. Yeah. You know, you find the show funny I'm and I'm hetero, cis hetero. You're a cis,
1: hetero. You're a cisgender
0: heterosexual scum. I want you to wow, know that. Wow, okay, scum. You're, Those are harsh words. I'm, Dante, I'm, I've been, I've been. All, you cis hetero scum. Uh, uh uh uh. But I'm black. Oh oh, so that makes it okay. It makes it a little bit okay. Oh okay. Yeah. Uh, I really dug the pilot. Of yeah, Insecure. I liked it. It I was thought, good. I thought it was really funny. Although my thing is not my thing. I don't have a thing about it. It's just like I find it interesting how it's still a show about a woman trying to f- navigate and find love in this modern times, which is you know a yeah, show. Yeah, but that's that's look. That's it's a the structure. It's a structure to a lot of shows. A lot of um. Shows that have women as main characters, Mm. they—I don't know if they have to or if they want to, but it seems to be that a lot of the narratives in those shows are about finding love. Yeah, and I— And I don't know if that's just because it's super relatable or— Based off of what people tell me about Insecure, what other black women tell me about Insecure, it's very— they do make a. There is a very ominous point in the in the black community where black women have a hard time finding black men. In general. Yeah. Okay. I can. And it definitely. So I, it, are you saying that it's also a social commentary? It is on, a social on commentary on black men. I want to say on the black woman's experience on finding love within your own race. Okay. But I don't know because they were saying they, uh, they in they, the they, first episode with that guy Daniel. Like, that was... I don't know. That could have been a critique on black men. I, she was looking for one thing and he was looking for something different. Mm-hmm. But, I, don't, I like I said, I don't know if that was them just saying, you know, sometimes two people are, can be looking for different things or if that's them making a critique on black men. I think it's a little bit... I think depending on who you are and what you know about the experience, it's a little bit of both. I think if, like, the average white person... You know, who has a couple of black friends, but just, you know, isn't a black person. No, because no, that's not the average white person. The average white person is like yes. bumblefuck. Uh... This is my East Coast elite. Sure, okay, 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 right okay. now. Sure, 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 sure. Because, you know, every white person I know knows full well what a black person is. and um, I think Insecure does have a, it, it definitely does have something to say about finding love as a black woman, looking for other black people. For some people, that's important. And I No, understand, I, under, I understand, I understand that from from the Jewish community. Yeah, a lot of like I was raised in a household that wasn't, you know, you have to marry a Jew, but if if it was a Jew, you know, it's a Jew. Or like I cannot like like I said the Jewish community and the black community have a lot of yeah, parallels. A lot of common, yeah. You know, so one just has to shit more together than the other, but that's I am I well. think I think we've also had a little more time to get things together. Because we've in the in the grand scheme of time and you know yeah. history, we've had. You guys were a minority when everyone was black. No, we we were a minority before there were minorities, man. <laughs> like we we were the first. The chosen people. Yeah, the first minority, and we I think we learned very quickly that uh, we we gotta get our shit together. Or we're fucked. So I, uh, this is also a theory I have. This also, African Americans, you might you can argue African Americans, not African. People who are in the predicament that I am where... um, Your... Your father... Your ancestry has been lost to you, so you don't... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think people like me, we probably only existed for a solid 200 years. A little less. 150? Because I would say that the... Do you consider the the beginning of it when when we first were here or the generation that grew up as slaves? The first generation that grew up... I would even say the second generation because... Because it wouldn't be the first generation that grew up as slaves because they would still have... If, if they were slaves on... Uh, and this is just, you know, history. If they were slaves on plantations with mm-hmm. other, like, like the people who were brought over with ships, they would be taught, you know, not, like, not schooled, not educated on the things of, like, their mother and fatherland, but they mm-hmm. would, you know, they, they would keep certain customs and um, mm-hmm. certain traditions that were... Things that from from so Africa. Me, so do you think like let's just say people like Frederick Douglass, who was, um, who was actually biracial. Yeah. Um, so people like Frederick Douglass were the first African Americans. People who, um, as soon as they stopped identifying as someone from Africa. As an American? As, and, and started identifying as an American, that generation would be the first okay. generation. Okay, so I'll take that like 200 to 150 years. I, I would say 150. That's... 200 might be a little too much. Listen, we're getting off topic. We're not supposed to remind people of the horrors of reality. We're here to have some well, fun. Well, no, this is a great segue into the next thing. Yeah, this is an excellent segue. So the other first impression that we got was uh, Horace and Pete. It's been out feet. for about a uh, six months to a year now. I don't. No, not a year. It's not been out for a year. It's been out for a little bit, right yeah, now. Yeah, probably but... about maybe tops eight months. But uh, surprisingly, a lot of people have not seen it. Wait, no, it can't be eight months because the debates. They talked about the debates. It, it was around the time Trump started running because Louie, Louie says some things in there. Well, I, I'm not sure it's Louie who said this. No, like... he wrote and directed everything. Okay, so yeah, everything. everything. This so is he all wrote show. He wrote a character that's a very interesting character. Well, first, before we start getting into that and the Trump thing, what do you think of Horace and Pete? I think it's not for everyone. I think a lot of people won't like it because it is a play. It's a it's a play that he filmed. That he filmed because a lot of television right now is uh, instant gratification. It's you have to more, more, all the time, uh, bigger, faster, stronger, mm-hmm. and it has to be instant. Mm-hmm. It can't, you can't things out anymore. The, what I love about plays and and musicals and things like that is they're not afraid of silence. My god, it's so I I love how quiet it is. And you can it's so quiet you can hear the chairs creak. Mm-hmm. I love that. It, it's it's so real. That's that's what makes Well, there's no there's not a lot of dialogue in the first 10 minutes of it. In the first 10 minutes there's no dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's just them Opening the bar up. Well, Louis does a weird dance too. They both do a weird dance. I, li- <laughs> I like it. And if you if you um, pay very close attention when um, uh, Steve Buscemi this is when Steve Pete, Buscemi Pete, Pete. Pete starts sweeping, he's sweeping in time with the music. <laughs> um, so it's it's a very I right now I don't understand why it costs five million dollars because the, although the sets are really good, mm-hmm. right I. And and probably most of the money honestly went into the sets, the, the Set, apartment, and, sets and equipment. That's and Louis mo. He right. only he only he only pays for sets and equipment. That's it. I really don't understand why. Fuck. Well, like maybe because big names like uh Sondheim did it. Like he didn't do it for free, but it was yeah. definitely a hey. This is my friend. I'm gonna do a thing. For yeah. Him. Or um, what's his name? From, based, uh, well, based on what I understand, because I listened to the Marin interview with Louis. Um, Hey, hey, hey The greatest podcast of all time Is when Marion and, Lu- and Louie talk After like that their, Whatever they had Yeah, but I got that from the Louie episode I don't have to watch it on It's so Mary. good though I don't, I don't It's know. so good It's just a lot of insight into it's, it's a lot of insight into comedy Because then you hear Louie talk about How he lived Before he Like for most of his life Before things started going well for him And it's like Like, damn it makes you feel a lot better for failing at things, I think. That's why well, I like I think, him as a person. I think also uh, it's this whole idea that uh, you can't fail in this culture. Like failure is a, is a thing that everyone tries to avoid in this culture, mm-hmm. which is dumb. You're going to fail. Yeah. Everyone's going to fail. And you have to fail. That's how you learn. Mm-hmm. If you don't fail, you're doing something wrong. Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, I... So by that logic, I'm a genius. It's not about, you know, always failing because you do want to succeed at some point. Yeah. But the more you fail, the less likely you are to fail. Well, why am I about Louis is he failed longer than I've been alive. Been, been alive. Yeah, but look at what it's done He's for He's also it. older. Than yeah, well, yeah, older. like, that's just time. Like, yeah. you know, you can't. But no, but it's so great to see somebody who, like, sometimes when I see young comedians, like, oh, look, this is a person who's 20 and he got it. I would argue to you that they still don't have it. They st- but, he, you know, or they might go away. Right, he's not gonna go no, away. No, no, he's like here. especially with this Horace yeah. and Pete. Like this is a genius. It's a genius move. Someone on part. in twenty well, years, like all right, when after Louis dead, mm-hmm. right in like fifty years, someone is still gonna be watching Horace and Pete and going, "This is amazing." Right, and and I would argue that a lot of those comedians who go in a burst of flame, right, they die out very quickly. <clears throat> they Cook. Oh wow, <laughs> wow, well, that's topical. All right, I'm sorry. I don't <laughs> yeah, I, no I, one I, likes Dane Cook. No, there oh, are people who like Dane Cook. I haven't heard any Dane Cook jokes in like years. I I heard two and I know them all. <laughs> I, I literally know them all. But anyway, um, Horace and Pete. Horace and Pete is um, it's excellent. I love it. I I I absolutely love every single minute of it. I love the weird runtime that it has. I like um, I like the camera work because it's not. I actually, I caught a couple moments of the camera work where I was like, this is just sloppy. Well, you're talking about like a little scenes where like you could see it, see it moving yeah, a bit. Yeah, yeah. Because here's the thing. If you, if he did pay $5 million for this. Apparently, yeah. Right? Get a better camera. Or no, not a better camera, but get a better camera guy. Like, like I, I especially for something that's supposed to look like a play, mm-hmm. I don't want the camera ever to shake. So when he was on a Marin interview, right, he talked about something that he saw that like influenced it and he's he talked about this BBC special play, I don't know what to call it, called Abigail's Party. Okay. And you know how you hate Downton Abbey? I fucking hate Downton Abbey. Imagine if you took that, like just people talking and like one shot, like just just a, a still shot. Okay. And people are just exiting and entering the frame. That's what Abigail's party is. Huh? It's really good. It's, it's I actually my. I, might I sat that. there. It's on YouTube. I sat there and I watched it. Okay. Because like anything, Louis says, "Oh, I watched this thing." I immediately just go out and watch sure. it because it's definitely it's definitely worth it. And I, I see what you're talking about. And also, I do think that he wrote, he directed, and he stars in it. Yeah. And when people do all three of those things, something has to get left something by the gets wayside. left by the wayside. And mm-hmm. I know for certain. Like I wouldn't, for certain, I would never do this. If I directed a thing, I'll never be in it. I would never be in it because how do you direct something that you are also simultaneously, simultaneously experiencing? Well, if it's, a, and if, it's to? if it's the way I think he probably did it, he probably rehearsed it as a play many, many times. He, in, instead of doing the the traditional uh, movie or TV thing mm-hmm. where you just you do takes over and over and over, he probably Oh, he definitely did. He, they did. probably rehearsed it as a play. No, you can see it. I think there's times where either someone's ad-lipping or they mess up. But and if you kept, but if, if you know here's the other thing that I really liked. If you noticed there were moments where characters fumbled on words, yep. And they kept it mm-hmm. I love that Because that's reality He might have appro- Like honestly Some di- Like I said Things about ad-libs uh, Dialogue was I'm not a sure pro- about that I-, I can't say for certain well, Because I've never Read the script Another thing that I heard Is the guy they got To play Uncle Pete uh, Alan Alda uh, Is it? Yes Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, He brought a lot To that Because I think Like Louis said He wanted Jack Nicholson To play it and I didn't see Jack Nicholson doing it. And then um, I would love to see, but Jack Nicholson is a really funny story about, like, Jack. he called up Jack Nicholson, and Jack Nicholson's just like, you know what I'm going to do today, Louie? And he goes, what? I'm going to read under my tree, and I'm going to go to bed, because I am retired. Because, like, it's funny, because he talks about people have been saying no to me all of my life, and now that I have success, people start saying yes. But, like, when I started advertising this, people, a lot of people were saying no again. <laughs> yeah, okay. But uh, Jack Nicholson was supposed to play Uncle Pete. And then I think Louis himself considered playing Uncle Pete. I like that he's playing um, Horace. Horace. Yeah. Uh, Horace the second. No, the seventh. The seventh. The, sorry. I, I, I'm also really digging... I love the plot of this. I'm you know re- what? I, I, here's the thing about the plot. I, I, I don't it's think a We, we don't know enough yet. Yeah, based on of the episode, and by the way, if you guys want to watch Horace and Pete... As much as I would love you to say, "Hey, support Louis and support this great thing and pay four dollars per episode," no, it's well, all well, well, it is all on YouTube, yeah. for free. And because it's free, that here's, gives you no excuse to not thing. watch. No, no. Here's the thing: if you can afford it, buy it. If you can't afford it because we're poor as shit, yeah. watch it on YouTube. My you, in you a can, cup. Yeah, yes, if we're you can, poor. if you can comfortably play, uh, pay four dollars for what is it like ten episodes? Yeah. So the forty dollars if you can pay if you can it's comfortably a, it's a deal if you pay like more you get less it's less than right. forty but yeah so like if you can if you can comfortably pay that please do mm-hmm. support 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 this. it yeah. but if you can't and we totally understand if you can not I ain't judging watch it on YouTube that's what we did <laughs> yeah that's what we're gonna do <laughs> uh, but I I'm very interested in uh, where this is going story wise because it is a family drama and I it it. It does a thing where it, it makes no, but it it makes nostalgia. It makes things like nostalgia and tradition and what a family is, and these are all things that, generally speaking, I look down upon. Like I think the entire thing is ridiculous and stupid. But he also makes very compelling arguments as to why these things are important. Like the the argument between common law and family law. I love that that was that was genius. It's it's like hey, listen. What we are doing with this bar is technically... What you're doing with common law. So why is it any different? Just because you recognize something that I don't recognize, Mm -hmm. why can't you recognize my thing? It was a very compelling argument. And I do like... um, Like I said, I'm also very interested in seeing, figuring out... Because we know a lot about this family. But we don't know about... Uh, what's her face? Marsha. We don't know about Marsha. We don't know about... Uh, what happened... Is, yeah, between Forrest and, and, and his wife. And, and now he has this young kids. girlfriend. Not anymore. Uh, well, spoilers. Yeah. Uh, you know... I, I'm very interested in seeing where this goes. I'm very excited to watch all of these episodes. Just sit down. Have yourself a gin. Have yourself a, a stiff drink to sip... And watch it, yeah. And just experience and live it, yeah. That's the that's the best way. The it's not thing... something that you watch. It's something that you experience. The other thing that I would say is that um, if you don't like plays, or if you don't like you know things that are not television, don't watch. Those. Actually, I might argue to you that it is the perfect bridge between television and plays, and it's the perfect way to get someone who isn't into plays. Okay, I'll okay. get into them. Did you ever? Um, Hear about uh, the the movie that came out like two years ago, Anna Karenina, the one with. Uh... I saw it. Yeah. Okay, I... so here's the thing. My dad, who loves these kinds of movies, he's mm-hmm. a huge Pride and Prejudice, The Young Duchess, all that bullshit. probably right? watch The Young Pope too. No, because that's. Oh, I don't know. I maybe. think that might on like HBO. Young Pope. I don't heard. know, maybe, uh, but it seems to be about something complete. Anyway, um, so the thing about. Uh, that movie is a lot of the people who really like those movies hated that movie because of what it did with its sets and with its um, with its weird transitions between things because because they made it look like a musical they kept changing sets while people were talking and things like that and it wasn't a smooth movie it was more like a musical or a play and people hated it Right, so if if what I'm trying to say is people who are not ready to look at, if you love Cheers, That's this is a good this it's, is a good show for it you. is shot a lot like Cheers, but also it is shot like you would shoot a play, like a PBS play. Mm-hmm. Like when there's PBS, only there's only three ca- different camera angles he uses. He uses the general one like it's a side the angle. Bar, the bar. yeah, the, no, he uses bars, close ups. Um, the apartment. The apartment's shot like a sitcom apartment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, one camera in the same place all the time. It's all single camera. Um, uh, the only, the only place that has more than one camera is the bar. Because sometimes they'll do close-ups on the faces Mm -hmm. at the bar or from the other side of the bar. They do that too. Um... Or the what is it the the talking the phone zone or whatever mm-hmm. that place gets kind of a close. Which well, is also a cool way to justify how quiet the, in, the entire yes thing is. yes it is it's a genius play on their uh, part. Also I I love I love the dialogue. The dialogue is better than the actual um, plot. Like the the, really? char- the characters okay, yes. that have nothing to do with the plot are my my most favorite characters. Okay, you right know what? I'll make the argue. you are right. I well, I am very interested in the plot. The characters are driving the plot. It like that's that's but the even, reason why I'm But even the characters that have nothing to do with the plot, like the the, hipsters? the DA, the hipsters, uh, the uh, drunk who comes in in the morning and unfolds <laughs> that napkin for some reason, that was really weird. I can't wait. I can't wait to figure out if you even if you do don't get that it's. They don't forget about By anything. No, too. no, they really don't. They they don't show anything. So like all those small little details that have absolutely nothing to do with the main story are actually my favorite book. And then if you not if you haven't watched Atlanta like this fool, watch Atlanta. I've seen the pilot. You still don't know, know all the great I know, things. I know. They put a black kid in white face. It's amazing. It's it, you know what my thing about Atlanta is? is I just know I'm going to love it. It's like why it took me six months to listen to to Pimp Butterfly. And you should still watch Dope. Like goddamn it. I know. I'm, I, I know I'm gonna love these things. God but damn. I'm more interested. No, in but the- like like here's the thing about Dope. You think you know what it's about. You have no. I idea. know I'm gonna love it though. Yes. Yeah. And you I, I want to watch something that I'm not sure I'm going to love. I don't want to hear myself. The th- I don't the myself yeah, yeah, yeah. in the loop of but, myself. Yeah, no, I understand, but you're also you're taking yourself out of the zeitgeist of your own thing. It's not my thing. It is your thing. No, my thing is my thing. <sighs> do Telling you, I'm telling. Like like all the people that you could connect with, you're you're stopping a connection that you could be making with and other connect people. Connect with them. In was. in a- ten years. Atlanta was renewed for season two. Yeah, oh, I can't. I can't wait. You know, I'm pretty sure insecure is going to get renewed for season two. Not always. A lot of HBO shows actually putter out. It's weird. It, it, HBO has they put a lot. Of, they put a lot of random stuff there. Like one of my favorite shows is Board to Death, and a lot of people don't know what Board to Death is. Yeah, nobody watched it. No one watched. It It got canceled very quickly. It has a cult following. No, it, it had three seasons. That's very quickly canceled. Like shows. Well, it had when three you seasons. first make a show, when you make a pilot, and they give you the first season, you're guaranteed almost like two seasons immediately. Like, there, like, No, there's only, uh, I think, Bored to Death has nine nine to eight episodes per season. Well, it's also it's also an HBO show. show so yeah. the HBO works a little differently than cable networks. Yeah. By the way, we should champion for that Board to Death movie. If you watch Bored to Death, you know exactly what I'm talking about. I'm six sure. seasons in a, mu- in a movie. It's like that community movie. They made a mu- movie for movie? No, but you know, there's, there's oh. a push for a community movie. Six seasons in a movie? It got six seasons. Now we need a movie. Because that's what Abed says about The Cape. Yeah, that's true. Six seasons in a movie. Yep. Wait, The Cape, the TV series? Remember, Abed was a huge fan of The Cape, the TV series, and then it got canceled? Because The Cape was owned by NBC, and at that time... Oh, yeah! Well, I love... Like, I'm, I'm not gonna... I'm not gonna... Look. Look, everyone can judge me for this. I watched every episode of The Cape, and I loved it. I fucking loved it. It was dumb, it was terrible, but I fucking loved it. It was my guilty pleasure. I, there, the plot was terrible. The cape was dumb. The 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 characters were not compelling. But it was great. I loved it. I fucking loved it. I was so sad when it got canceled. I totally understood why. But I was very sad. All right, All right guys. Well, that's our show today. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, I say th- we're not done. Yes, we are. No, we're not. Come on man, we don't have to do this. We have to do this. They don't listen to the episode. But we have to do this. Jesus Christ. And now for a segment we like to call Things No One Cares About. Hey, Bogart. Yeah, Hanson. Danger 5. The Australian action comedy TV series. Written by Dario Russo and David Ashby, the creators of Italian Spider-Man. Starring David Ashby as Jackson, Sean James Murphy as Tucker, and Amanda Simmons as Claire. Natasha Ristic as Ilsa, Aldo Mignone as Pierre, and Pacharo Mizembe as Pierre. Doesn't that make it Danger 6? The show comprises of two seasons. Season 1, parodies 60 cinema, TV, Pulp Fiction, and old Japanese sci-fi. Season 2, parodies 80s cinema and TV. Every episode ends with a commercial a fictional product. Brought to you by Tomiko. Some notable ones include Maurizio Utility Guitar, the Adolf Hitler Action Set, the Adolf Hitler Talking Mustache, Super Uzi, cool sunglasses, tactical hairdo, and bulletproof trench coat, each sold separately. And Pizzeria McKenzie. Buon Moreno prelit matches. Dr. battle Battlesaurus Terenicopter. Good thing Pierre brought his cocktail cannon to the Nazi party. And Rock Wolf. Rock Wolf! 50 pre-programmed rifts shredded by Hitler himself. Power to the race. Use the maximum overdrive pedal for total indoctrination. The jacket that Colonel Chessbridge wears during the briefing scenes, black with white trim, is nearly identical to the jacket worn by number 6 in The Prisoner. That series is a pseudo-sequel to Secret Agent, also known as Danger Man. The show often incorporates miniature sets, buildings, and vehicles, paying homage to TV shows of the 1970s and 80s, which use very obvious miniatures. Ilsa only speaks in subtitled Russian, but if you speak Russian, you'll catch that some things are mistranslated and most of her cursing is completely untranslated. Danger 5 spawned from an attempt to turn director Dario Russo's student film, Italian Spider-Man, into an ongoing television series. The main title shot for Season 1 of Danger 5 is a direct spoof of that of Destroy All Monsters. Dario Russo himself stars as General Chang. And as the Tomiko Products guy in Season 1. And, uh, and that was uh, that was Things No One Cares About. You know, I've actually been uh, checking out Danger 5 on my phone. It's not bad. It's not bad at all, but, like... Pretty funny, actually. I'm really interested in how much does it cost to make this? Ten bucks an episode? You know, they didn't exactly mention a budget for either seasons. I I wonder if that information is available. We should... We should check it... Wait, are we getting... Now I do care about... God damn it! Bogart and Hanson is written and performed by Dante Leach and Ariel Schwarzer. This episode is brought to you by a Childhood Filled with Too Much Television. This episode features music composed by Ray Rivera and Back Pocket Alimony. The Danger 5 theme song was composed by Dario Russo. Goodbye.